Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon. So today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects. Ready? Being bold enough to say yes to you. So look, this whole concept of women being bold women going for it is something that I have loved digging deep into for years. Let me tell you what bold stands for for me. So those initials stand for being a brave, outgoing leader, deciding, I say deciding to lead a life uncommon. You can decide what you want to call it, but I say deciding to lead a life uncommon. And what that really means for me is living out my purpose, having plenty of money and having plenty of time to do whatever the hell I want to do when I want to do it. And probably most importantly, having the emotional health in order to make those things happen. Because look, if you don't have the emotional wellness and emotional health to even consider being bold, you're not, you're not going to do it. You're not going to have the things that you want that are those things inside that maybe you've never told another soul. You've got those secret wishes and desires and dreams. And if you're not being brave, being outgoing, being a leader in your own life and deciding to do something that's not average Sally Joe, you're not going to get it. It's funny because my conditioning growing up was the complete opposite of being bold. No one said, go for it. No one ever said that. What about you? Did anybody go like, go for it. You can do it. Yay, Mary. No, no, no. See, in my house, being brave meant being risky and reckless. So you don't do that. Don't do that. Bravery has a bad connotation. Being outgoing. Can anybody think about being outgoing? What does that mean? Really is being obnoxious. So many women today, they're, 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 they limit themselves on being outgoing because they interpret that as being pushy or being obnoxious or speaking up, you know, and telling what they really think and not wanting to hurt people's feelings. And so basically they're shutting themselves up. Being a leader. I don't know about you, but I did not personally, I did not have a strong female role model in my life to give me an example of what that looked like as a leader. No one. I had no one for that. I really, I, I, you know, I grew up and I didn't have, like, I really didn't have a great childhood. I'll just say it like that. I just really didn't have a great childhood. And I had to allow myself to become a leader. I had to pull it out of myself. I had to seek out examples. And being decisive. No, you don't want to decide what you want. You're told what you want who to be, what to believe, how to show up in the world. You are conditioned. Most people are conditioned. They're not even, I I know this is not, like sometimes the stuff I'm sharing is not like the easiest thing to hear, but I say this truly to give you the honest truth, to help you wake up, to help you say yes. Because I know personally, I know this rings true to you. I know that there's truth here. And this is stuff you think about. You think about this and you need someone to support you 
in making these changes because you've been conditioned, probably you've been conditioned what to believe, how to show up. Let me give you some examples, right? So you're not necessarily being decisive how to show up in the world. If you were raised Catholic, you're probably Catholic. If you, and like, I could care less about the religion. So this isn't about one thing is better than the other. These are just examples. If you grew up with people who drink, you probably drink. If you grew up in with family in the military, probably you may go into the military. If you grew up thinking, okay, I'm supposed to have three kids or five kids, probably you're doing that. If you grew up vegan, you're probably vegan. See, somewhere along the line, somebody already wrote your story for you. And I'm here to tell you, like, hey, let's be decisive. This is what leading a life uncommon is. I want to say, truly, it's going against the status quo. It's going against average. It's going against probably everything that you've been raised to be. If you can feel that pushback against who you've been told you should be. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you can relate. You know, that whole people-pleasing, nice girl, good girl, don't hurt people's feelings, don't be assertive, don't be aggressive. And God knows, don't be bitchy or bossy because all those things are bad. Listen to the things that we tell women. And then when, when we want to rise up, oh my gosh, we get beaten down. And frankly, we do it to each other. No, no, no. Stop that right now. Here's something I want to interject. This is just coming to me. This isn't in my notes, but I really want you to hear this right off the bat. I know that the number one fear for most women is the fear of judgment of other people. And we're going to have a whole nother episode all on this topic, but I want to interject it here. And I will frequently, because I want to remind you that your fear of what other people think is the very thing that's holding you back. It's holding you back. And how is it that you can strive to be the leader if other people are telling you or you're worried about what they think? It doesn't go hand in hand, does it? You can't be a leader and completely worry about what everyone thinks because you can't lead everyone. Today, it's about you being bold enough to say yes to yourself and lead yourself. But we'll talk more about your fear of judgment and people pleasing and all the things another day. Today, I really want to encourage you to all my bold, brave, outgoing leaders out there who want to say what they think, be the woman they they want to be. I am here to give you a high five and a hell yes. So look, even in the face of uncertainty, sometimes you just have to borrow somebody's belief. Today, I want you to borrow mine. Over the next four podcasts, we're going to talk and have a deeper dive on what being bold is because it's truly the path of being a woman who does lead herself, who does experience the uncommon, who does write her own story. Today, we're talking about bravery. So let me remind you, bold stands for being a brave, outgoing leader, deciding to whatever you want to decide, lose that 20 pounds, lead a life uncommon, make a billion dollars. I don't know. But let's start with bravery. What does this even mean, right? It means like daring, prowess, plucky, spirited, audacity, nerve, metal, spunky, strong, audacious. I love those synonyms. Like I I think that I love plucky and spunky and spirited. I think, oh my God, these are the traits of my ideal clients. All my ideal clients are definitely spunky and plucky and spirited. And if you're listening, I know you can agree. 
Here's what I want to tell you. For those of you who are thinking about being bold or those of you who are thinking about bravery and wondering what that's like, I want to tell you, you've already been so brave, my friend, so many times in your life. And see, I know that you might not think that way unless it's some like really big thing. See, most of the times we make the mistake of thinking we are being brave when it's something like so on, on the outliers, right? You've survived something terrible. You've survived cancer. Your husband was killed in a car and you still went to work every day. Or you did like you jumped out of a plane like, oh, that's brave. Here's the bold truth. You may have lost touch with honoring all the pieces of bravery, all the things that you've done that have been brave in your life. Maybe you don't even recognize your spirited nature as bravery in and of itself. And I want to tell you right now, right now, that if you're holding tight to who you really are and you're working hard to make sure that you're really showing up like her every single day, even though I know we all wear masks and we're going to talk about that another time too, wearing masks and having different personas, which is actually totally normal. Right. You're a little normal. It's okay. But sometimes we just, we lose trust in ourselves when we're not acknowledging the things that we've done. See, building trust and a loving connection with your bravest self is truly your deepest soul's work. Let me say that again. Building trust, keeping trust, loving yourself, connecting with that bravest part of you, like that's the divine. That's the God-given unique entity that's here. You're this human in this body that has the spirit that puts on this body. What's Wayne Dyer say? What did he used to say? Like you're um, a spirit, you're a spiritual person having a human experience. You're a soul having a human experience. Are you recognizing that that trusting yourself and connecting with that part of yourself is the work? So how do you reconnect when you've lost touch with that? Giving yourself like a true pat on the back or really giving yourself a hug or a high five or a hell yes. When was the last time that you did that? When have you honored the things, the very things that you have done, or have you dismissed them as no big deal? See, here's the problem. When you dismiss things that you think, ah, that's not a big deal, I call it poo-pooing. Now, why do I call it poo-pooing? Because I'm going to get your attention with that, right? Like you poo-poo, oh, no big deal, oh, no big deal. What's the problem with poo-pooing yourself? See, the problem becomes is you start to compare your small thing to her big thing, and of course, you fall short. Think about this. Like so frequently, and I have, I have fallen prey to this. Like, look, I took time off. So I live, in a, I live in Oregon, and I live in a 1936 home. And when we bought her, she was like this lady who needed a like a day at the spa. So I took about a year and a half, nearly two years off to do a complete restoration inside and out the, the grounds, the outside of the house, the interior of the house. And look, I could really compare myself with other people that I knew in this industry and where they are two years. It's like they're two years ahead of me. I could, I could compare like, oh my God, See, typically we compare ourselves to somebody that's so far ahead of us that their perceived greatness, that's what we look at when we're comparing our, like where we are. I want to give you something else. 
and look for this podcast coming. Comparing is really the same thing as complaining. And as we know, complaining is really saying to the universe and to your, to your subconscious, like, I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied with my life. This is a bad habit. The comparing and complaining habit, the comparing and complaining trap. That's a habit I'm going to help you break. We're going to do exercises around that another day. Here's some other ways you're poo-pooing yourself. You may have already, you know, be someone who does these ginormous, amazing things. Oh my God. And you set the bar so high that you forget that the steps along the way seem unimportant. You're only focused on this huge, massive, ginormous goal. But those steps along the way are the things that got you to that goal. And when we are never truly satisfied with the steps along the way, then we're never really satisfied with the biggest goal. And then when we start poo-pooing those small things, like the big things, it's like we can't even talk about those. We need to celebrate the small things because look, and the reason that you don't, the reason that you don't talk about the steps along the way is somebody told you like, don't get too big for your britches. Who do you think you are? And it's like the steps along the way that got you to the big goal, whether they, you fell down and you got back up and you said, I fell down and got back up. If you're not recognizing these things because somebody told you not to talk about these things, which by the way, I want to hear all the things. So feel free to DM me, email me. I want to hear all the things, all the steps along the way. When we minimize the steps along the way and we only are striving for that biggest, biggest goal, which of course I want you to have ginormous goals, we're missing out. And then what happens is nothing is important as that big goal. And then we forget how to even have big goals because we forget all the steps. It's important to remember all the steps that get you to a big goal because that's repeatable. Let me say that again. It's important for you to remember what these steps are to get you to a goal. It's important to document that. It's important to just really recognize this and write that down. What did you accomplish today? What did you do? What's your, what's your process? So that you can repeat it and you can duplicate it. See, when you poo-poo the big things, then you got nothing left. Because this is one of the reasons why like, like um, having huge goals are very scary for some women because they, they put so much energy into it and they forget to just focus on the step ahead that's part of the key. That's part of missing this ingredient, ready? The failing along the way. That's one of the critical pieces to your success. And most of you are afraid to fail. You have interpreted failure as like some personal attack on your own self, right? When reality is failure is part of success. Say that right now. Failure is part of success. When you're afraid to fail, you're afraid to fall. And the bigger the goal, the harder or the longer or the taller or the further down it feels like you're going to fall. And that would be devastating. So you poo-poo everything. Not a big deal. No, it's not a big deal. Oh, you write that, you wrote that book. Not a big deal. Oh, you got that speaking gig. Not a big deal. Oh, you lost that 20 pounds. Not a big deal. All that stuff is huge. But it starts with the small things that are equally huge. 
Oh, you made your food plan. Oh, you tracked it. Oh, you reached out to that person to ask if you could speak at their event, even though it was scary. And then you got the event and it was 700 people. Oh my God. And then you got the best client of your life. Oh my God. See, when you poo-poo on yourself, which I mean, it is funny, right? When you say things like, ah, it was a long shot. Ah, when you do that, what also you're doing, and you may not even be aware of this, but what you're doing is you're giving yourself an out. You're giving yourself a plan B. See, when you make it no big deal, that gives you that, oh, it's really not that big of a deal that I'm trying to write a book. Oh, it's not that big of a deal that my publisher said this. Oh, it's not that big of a deal that I did the 20 pounds. So you give yourself an out to any other big goal. This is what happens. Oh, it was not that big of a deal. So what happens is you give yourself a plan B. I want to encourage you to always have your plan A. Go for it. Here's what I want you to do today. I want to encourage you to be brave. And this is what it takes. First, when you think of being brave, what are the words that you liked to help you understand what it means for you to be brave? Like, is it spunky? Is it courageous? Is it grit? Is it metal? Is it daring? You want to define bravery for yourself so that you can learn to feel what it feels like in your body so that you can start acting brave. You want to know how to create that feeling by thinking thoughts that allow you to have that feeling. Now, what do I mean by that? See, I want you to get reconnected with your emotions. Remember, we talked at the top of this podcast. This is about emotional wellness. And when you have emotional wellness, you know how to create the emotions you want by how you think. And your emotions are the very thing that are going to spur you into action. So here, look, start with this. I'm going to give you something to start with. Ready? Pick something and commit to it and follow through to the goal or to the not goal, aka failure. Let me say that again. Pick something. I don't care what it is. Maybe you need to reach out to a client. Maybe you need to think about losing 10 pounds. Maybe you need to work out every day for a week so that you can start feeling what that feels like. Follow through. Follow through. Focus and follow through. Be brave enough not to get distracted because in that distraction, that is your out. See, when you get distracted, you may show up like, ah, it wasn't a big deal, right? There's the poo-poo. Stop getting distracted. Oh, I didn't do it because I got sick or I would have lost that weight, but I broke my foot or I didn't lose that 20 pounds because something my mom came over. Bravery comes in the face of doing the things you've never done. And for many of you, the most brave thing you can possibly do is follow through on a goal you've set. Not giving yourself an out, not poo-pooing it so you get an out. I want you to start with recognizing all this, what you perceive as small things and big things. Write those down. From here forward, I want to encourage you to recognize being brave is what you're designed to do. Remember, the universe is abundant. It has everything available to you. You literally can create what you want. You got to be brave enough to go for it, to ask for it, to receive it. Not minimize it. Why would good stuff continue to come up if you like say it's not a big deal? It doesn't make any sense. Think about this logically. 
Remember I've said to you before, let's remove the emotion and let's be in logic. If you minimize your successes, if you poo-poo your successes, if you say, ah, eh, it's not a big deal about that big goal, why do you think it's hard for you to continue to strive for new goals? Because you've planted the seed in your subconscious mind that it's really not a big deal. You've said to the universe, ah, eh, I don't really care about these things. I want you to care about everything that's important to you. I want you to show up and allow yourself to be brave enough to plant your flag in the sand and say, this is what I stand for and go for it. Big or small acts, let's not even call them that anymore. Every action that you've taken toward your goal, every focused step is an act of bravery, my friends. I want you to share with me how you are going to be brave enough to say yes to you. Here's your uncommon action step for the week. What's a thought that you can think right now that'll help you feel the feeling of bravery so you can take an action step toward your goal, okay? So maybe it's as simple as I'm committing to saying what's on my mind and living out my calling, even if today I don't have all the answers how. Like, what if you thought that? Does that make you feel like you, it's your edge? Does that make you feel like being brave will allow you to evolve? <laughs> or does that totally freak you out? Because you're like, I need to know how before I do anything. I'm encouraging you today to be bold enough to say yes to you. So I would love for you to tag me on all the socials on Instagram, hashtag lead a life uncommon. Show me a picture of you being brave. Show me a picture of you saying yes to you. What does that look like? And remember big or small, no labeling. Now I'm inviting you to continue with this over the next three podcasts. We're continuing to talk about being bold. Today we talked about bravery, right? Here's what else we're going to talk about being outgoing, being a leader and deciding. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, you've been listening to Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life uncommon herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.